never know where life is going to take you. Some people know exactly where they want to be and go for it full throttle. Others just stumble upon it organically, and then there are those who just follow their intuition. This is a podcast about reaching your personal best through resilience, motivation, and passion. This is Mark My Words. Are you ready to fill your space with life, not stuff? Well, today on Mark My Words, I have Star Hansen on the show, and we intend to answer that question plus much, much more. Star is a certified professional organizer. She's been the owner of Reveal by Star for 17 years, and she also makes homemade ice cream, which I discovered on your LinkedIn profile. Welcome, Star. It's great to have you on Mark My Words today. Thank you so much, Mark. I love how you said that in your your intro because it makes me sound like I'm like I make my own ice cream for sale, which I wish that I did because I love <laughs> ice cream making so much. But unfortunately, it's mostly reserved for people's birthdays. So, <laughs> well, hey, next time I have a birthday, you'll have to send some my way because I, I, Captain. There, there aren't too many other things in life I like more than ice cream. It's special. It really has a special place in heaven, that ice cream. <laughs> well, the only thing I'm concerned about with you being on the West Coast, that's going to cause a big mess by the time it gets here. So. That's true. We'll have to f- send it in dry ice. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. That's a good <laughs> idea. There's so. always a way. There's always a way, Mark. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, like there's always a way for me to kind of break the ice. I always find that that like unusual factoid about people. You leave that stuff on LinkedIn or somewhere else and I'll probably find it. <laughs> so I am here with you today and you know before I really like got into this and dug into it, I was thinking a lot about what you do and what you've been doing and Look at it from a very straightforward uh, perspective, but you really, and I told you I'd allude to this uh, pretty early on when uh, we started our call, your TEDx that I watched and listened to prepping really opened my eyes to, like, there's a lot of really deep uh, thinking that goes on with you as a professional organizer that I can't wait to get into because you're speaking my language with that. And uh, before I get into that, what I do want to ask you is how could you develop a passion for organizing? That's, uh, I, I hate saying that's unusual, but because uh, there's, no, or- <laughs> well, there's a lot of organized people out there in the world, but you take it to a whole new level. And that's really my first question. How did you develop that passion? Thank you. Well, it's funny because I, I didn't even know this existed when I started my career. So I was at the time I was acting and I was booking work, which is kind of unheard of. You know, most people go out and try to act for years. And I started 
auditioning and booking work. And I knew right away, I didn't love it. Like something in my heart was just, there was a different calling that I could feel. And, and I knew that I was a healer and I just kept asking, like, I just kept saying like, okay, what is my purpose? What is my calling? And while I'm having this like lament, right. With the universe, like, Oh, where's my thing? Um, simultaneously friends were saying, Hey, you're super organized. Can you help me with this closet, with this drawer? And, and it was so easy for my brain. And so I just had this epiphany one day that I thought, oh my gosh, I can do that. I can organize and thank God this powerhouse pack of women had already started the industry like at least 20 years prior to that. But it was, you know, it was, it was such a delight to discover that this existed already because it, it allowed me some sort of free form to bring my healing through because I do feel like I'm a healer and I'm here to help people remember their wholeness. And it's through the guise of organizing and through the vehicle of organizing, which is a brilliant way to process this healing journey and to evolve ourselves on the path. Because if I just sit you down and say, oh, Mark, let's do eight hours of therapy. You're going to like go cross-eyed and like punch me, right? You're like, get away from me, crazy woman, because it is a specific breed of crazy that wants to organize all day. Like for sure. We have our own, you know. Well, I don't think I'd punch you because that would really get me in a lot of trouble. So. <laughs> yeah, and I'm strong. I'm like from a ranch. So you can't, you know, I'm much stronger than I look. But um, but no, it's, you know, like I do think that the beauty of organizing is that it allows us to have this deep transformational experience alongside practical execution um, of these of these ideas in the real world. So your brain is getting this really powerful realignment of, wow, I'm making an internal change and I'm seeing a shift externally. And there's real power in that. And so once I started working with people, I saw really quickly how the clutter had nothing to do with the stuff. It had nothing to do with the house being too small or there being too much stuff given to you by someone when they passed. So there was really another conversation going on because the truth is, you know, with clutter it's like you have too much stuff in a space so you either need to get more space or get rid of stuff that's pretty simple but if it was that simple I wouldn't have a job and there wouldn't be 8,000 books and tv shows and whatever built around this and 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 I like to pick up where those leave off which is hey let's talk about why no matter how much you try to get organized you just can't seem to get it get it behind you, right? Why is the clutter so difficult? And that's where I step in and say, let's, let's not just hypothetically put it out there. Let's say like, no, why, like, what is the clutter doing for you? Once we know what that clutter is doing for you, we can set you free. So before you discovered this passion, uh, you said that you were into like acting and you were pursuing that. Was that like your original passion? Did you have any other passions before that even? Oh yeah. I wanted to be a vet. What I really wanted first was to be a vet. We, my family, we grew up with, you know, horses, cows, pigs, sheep, rabbits, dogs. I mean, you name the animal, we pretty much had it. And, um, and I really wanted to be a large animal vet until I realized that there is no such thing as a wellness vet, at least at the time. And that I would have to do things like put animals down or deal with very messy physical ailments. And I thought, you know, I know, I don't know that I'm built for that. Like I'm built for like a holistic wellness version that I didn't have. I didn't have names for that. There might be, that may exist now, but I didn't have the idea of that. And so once we lost one of our horses, you know, to a very brutal, you know, to a brutal passing, I was like, I don't think I'm built for that. (laughs) So, so it kind of like sent me off into this other world and acting was my next leap off because I really did think that I could help transport people to another world to learn 
to learn something deeper. Like acting was never, it was about being seen on a superficial level for me, but it was way more about how can I help transport people and show them a side of life that can help them open their mind. And the truth is I'm doing that same thing. You know, the thing that I wanted to do with acting, I get to do with organizing, but the journey is through your physical objects instead of, you know, Russia in 1902. So it's like, it's just, it's, it, it just, I think who we are is who we are. So the, the healer that comes to acting is the same healer that comes to organizing. And I will bring that, that touch everywhere with me. That's really interesting. I've never heard anybody who is an actor or wanting to portray anything say, I'm doing this to heal people or the actually help people and I'm sure there there's roles that you can take on where you're like okay I think this will help people but I've never heard somebody view it from that perspective because I know for me I took an acting class which I'm a terrible actor there's a reason I don't act but I tried it and I feel like not only was my reason for it to help me you know, break out of my shell a little bit and maybe become more comfortable on a stage. But I just wanted to transform into something that I wasn't and be in that person's shoes. I don't necessarily, I, I don't think I ever viewed it as a healing experience for anybody. So that's really interesting. I think you might have like known exactly like, what was in your soul and what was in your heart. You were just trying to find that niche. I mean, what do you think I'm even close with that? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's even interesting. So, so the, what I was trying to create in acting, um, very much aligns with the, with the holistic philosophy I organize with. Um, and me leaving acting was the same journey. So, so basically when I was there, I remember wanting to play, um, a puppet at one point, like I, you know, and and this is what I didn't know is like, when you're starting off as an actor, you don't get to choose your roles. I mean, at least back in the day you didn't write because you were being booked for someone else's nowadays, you shoot your own stuff. You, you put yourself out there. Like we didn't have social media then uh, sound like I'm 80. We didn't have social media in my day. Like we didn't have in, in the same way where you can just create content and be seen immediately. We had to, you know, it was so expensive to create it. So someone else was creating it. Maybe you had a camera, you know, it's like, it was so different, but um, you didn't get to pick what you did. So I'd have these ideas, but I'd have to wait to be cast in my mind. I had to wait to be cast. And, you know, I was, I was booking like, you know, commercials and B horror movies and, you know, stuff wasn't like filling my soul up. Um, But even the choice to leave was a very healing journey because it was me saying, you know, I remember I had an agent sit me down and say, look, star, you're beautiful. Like, but you either need to have someone beat up your face or you need to drop 20 pounds. Cause I can't cast you like this. He was like, really clearly he's like, you're too pretty to be the best friend and you're too heavy to be the ingenue. So like, you got to figure something out. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, like, so having to debase myself, like I'm not enough as is. And I was like, I'm done with conditional love. Like I'm not, that's not that's not what I want to experience. It's not what I want anyone that I love to experience. And if that's 
the, you know, the rabbit I'm chasing, then I'm going to be like that. And I'm going to give that to the people around me. And that's not the game I'm playing. So it was nice to be able to step out and say, yeah, I'm more than the physical shell that you're casting. I have something else to do here. And um, yeah, even making the choice to, to walk away felt really empowering. And, and what I get to do when I organize with people is I help set them free, um, free from their clutter, free from their limitations, free from the way they speak badly to themselves in their mind about the clutter and about life circumstances. And that's my intention. But in order for me to give that, I have to be that. And so I have to ruthlessly be awake in my life and say, am I checking out? Am I, am I holding myself back and not being free? Am I not being authentic in this way? Because if I want to give it, I have to have it. And well, first of all, the feedback you were getting is incredibly harsh. Oh and- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. that was a part of my uh, agenda, especially as you were talking, I'm like, oh, maybe she'll have uh, more insight into what that's like, because I've only ever been on the technical and I've never really been on like the production, more artistic and creative end. Of- oh, Mark, it's brutal. Like to this day, if I book an organizing show to this day, the first thing I think is, what am I going to wear? And what weight am I? I don't think about what's my segment. And I get, I know I've got the goods with organizing, but I have that flinch of a second where I'm just like, oh, will they fire me if I'm not a size zero? Like I, ha- you know, it's, it's so strange to me how that still, you know, it's like that still exists. And I think also it's partly, it was being on camera talent and having someone say that to me, having a few people actually say that to me. And again, it's not like I was, you know, like like super obese. I was 20 pounds overweight. You know, it's like, it's not, nobody's dying, you know, but it was, um, but it was the fact, you know, it was just that that didn't, that didn't feel authentic to me to make that the biggest priority. And, and, and I do think as a whole, there is a body obsession in our world, right? It's something that people can fix and you can sell products for, and you can sell services for. And so it becomes consumer society. And it's so, ah, and it's just like, I mean, it's just like all the stuff we fill in our house, right? Like it's, it's a promise that promises to make us happy. And the truth is that no amount of skinny, no amount of objects that you own, no amount of money that you have can do that job. No, no husband or wife that you can land is going to, you know, it's like, none of that is the goal. Like you will find when you achieve your goals, you are left with the whole inside of you. And so why not start with the whole inside of you and just make peace with it? Know that being human means we've got a hole inside of us and we don't have to run from it. We can just say, I see you and you're uncomfortable as hell. And I'm still going to walk this journey with you. So it's, you know, like really starting to, to shift how we see it from an external transformation to an internal transformation. And you know, with us living in the world that we live in, there's so many bad things that are said about today's world. But one of the good things is that people like you and I don't have to necessarily be bound to such like ridiculous feedback and ridiculous judgments and all that kind of stuff. I mean, with me, being born with cleft lip and palate and having all these obstacles, it's like took me years just to build myself up to where I'm at. And I would never have had the guts to do a lot of the stuff that you've tried, even though I feel like that was like within me. And that's because of just all the stuff that was tossed into my mind over the years. 
So for people like you and I, it's like, look, we have a strong sense of self. We know who we are and we can take control of that. And I feel like that's exactly what you did as you were facing all those challenges. And luckily you had people around you that spotted a real talent in you. And uh, I'm curious to just know as that was going on and people were finding out that, hey, Star has a real gift for organizing. What was going on in your mind? Were you like, you know, I'm already kind of like one foot out the door with this and this is sparking ideas. How, how, how did that go? Yeah. So I, so, <laughs> so I have this saying that used to be my email signature um, that I loved. It's a Zen saying, and it pretty much defines how I live my life. And that's leap and the net will appear. If you look at any big change I've done in my life, I leaped and I had no idea what I was leaping into, but I just, I felt it. I'm an intuitive person. So like a few examples of this, I moved to Austin, Texas without ever visiting there. I right before, you know, the pandemic, I had this instinct to launch three online classes, get rid of almost everything I move, I, I own and leave California. Like I, you know, it's like, it's the strangest thing where it's like, I just, I just make these choices based on my instinct. And so I was actually really happy acting. I was, I loved the acting school that I was in. I enjoyed the people I was on projects with. I, all my friends were actors. Like it was just, that was my little hub. And and it never dawned on me that I would leave that. I just thought, oh, I'm just, I'm just here doing, doing the thing. And the minute that I started feeling that call, and then the minute that organizing swooped in, it just, it carried me away. Like I was in a stream, like just, wow. and it was, it was so effortless. And even, you know, like, I, I mean, I think it's the minute I tracked that I took a job in, you know, I, I had like thought, oh, I'll try an interior design job. Like I'll, you know, cause my first thought was like, oh, I, maybe interior design is calling to me because I knew of that industry. I didn't know of the organizing industry. And so I kind of tried it out and it just didn't feel right. And then the minute that I realized organizing was a thing, I just leaped and never looked back. And I mean, I had my first TV show within a year and a half. I had, you know, it was just like the whole world just came together. I feel like when you're doing the thing that you're meant to do, there will always be a way. And I try to remember that because even now, now that I'm so established in this career, like almost, you know, 17 plus years, you know, I, I just try to look for the nuances of like, Ooh, does this feel good to go in that direction? Does that feel like where, where, where is the sweet spot? And, you know, organizing has just been this beautiful wind that has carried me along for the last 17 years. And it just, there's nowhere else I'd rather be if I'm honest. Well, it sounds amazing to me how, quickly everything just kind of picked up for you and next thing you knew you were on tv for it you were getting known for it but it's not just about just oh you know I'm a good organizer there's a lot more to you than meets the eye how did you discover like what clicked that you feel like really made your brand go to the next level Oh, so the thing I think that made my brand feel like it went to the next level, I, I just was being me. I mean, I think there's a lot of me that it's like, I have a lot of insight in a lot of ways, but I still think of myself as this girl with mud on her boots from Tucson. Like I, there's no part of me that ever thought I was fancy that ever thinks I'm fancy. Like there's no fancy in, in me. My family has kept me really grounded. And, um, and I remember going to do 
I remember one designer and something interesting is the spiritual organizer. And it was the first time I felt like someone was saying my name, right. You know, it was like, Whoa, you are totally naming the thing that is me. And I had never said that before. I had never said, Oh, I'm the spiritual organizer. But when they said, Oh, you know, welcome star Hansen. She's the spiritual organizer. And I was like, that's me. You know, me, you know, it's like, like, Oh my gosh, we're best friends. Um, and it was so powerful. And I think that was the moment because it was the moment where I was just living my life and somebody else recognized the thing in me that was the most essential that I didn't even know. And the truth is that this has been an, a journey of unfolding for me as a person over the last 17 years, because, you know, it's been really challenging to be a healer pretending to be an organizer. Like it's for lack of a better way of putting it, right? Like I am a healer using the modality of organizing, but the truth is I don't care how your house looks and I don't care about your before and afters. I care that you are setting yourself free. And so that's very different than someone who is all about the glossy, pretty picture at the end or getting the right bins. And, you know, I'm there for a totally different transformation. And so it's been tricky because how do you market that? Hey, you want some healing? Come on. You know, it's like, it sounds like I've got like candy in a van, you know, you want, come on in here. Like it's, it sounds a little crazy. So trying to find, you know, coming, coming to terms with myself in the last 17 years of how do I really say what I'm here for, give what I'm here for, knowing that people don't even necessarily know what it is that they're looking for. Although now that's starting to shift. Now I think people know there's been enough saturation in the market with all the other organizing philosophies that people are saying, well, I read that book and it didn't watch and it didn't work. And I watched that show and it didn't work. And, and I've been doing this, but it didn't work. And so why isn't, you know, they're starting to now after having hit bottom, after trying many times now saying, what am I missing? And that's when I step in and say, okay, let's look at what's beyond the stuff, what's beyond the surface. And so that we can truly set you free. And you see people, you see things in people when you step into their house. Yeah. And how, how is that for you when you step into somebody's house and it's like, well, for whatever reason, the, like their living room looks fine, but their pantry is a mess and what what do you see in those oh, situations like Mark, it's like the most exciting part of my life is like watching this um so when i walk into someone's house where you have clutter says something very important and where you don't have clutter says something very important and so i'm looking for all of that i'm not just looking for your clutter hotspots i'm looking at what your space and what your stuff is communicating i can walk into your house and know right away who is happy in their marriage, who's in financial distress, who wants to leave their job, who wants to leave their partner, like what, you know, like wherever people are, their stuff tells the tale. And that's an interesting fact. So it's a lot. And I know no one's going to invite me over for dinner now. I do know that. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, the truth is, and I don't turn it on unless I, unless I am asked to, but what I, what I do is, you know, even when I, I think back to when I was single and dating and how I could read someone that I was dating really quickly. I'd be like, Oh, they're not ready for a relationship yet. Right. And the people who I didn't listen to the signs that I know fast forward six months, guess what? They weren't ready for a relationship yet. You know, so it's it, like this, this stuff never lies. And so do there's a lot that we can see from it. Do you ever catch anybody off guard? That might be a silly question. Cause no. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, it depends. Like, if you think I'm coming to organize your pantry, if I know you're like, I just want my pantry done and you just accidentally found me, um, I'll stick with your pantry. I'm not going to like, you know, psychoanalyze your flour and sugar, but 
but the truth is most people who come to me know what it is. But even if you know what you're getting yourself into, it is uncomfortable. People are nervous when I show up. It's a little distressing to feel like, wow, this woman has x-ray vision for my stuff and she's going to know me. I'm not ready for that. You know, or I don't know how I feel or, you know, so, so there's definitely, um, there's definitely a strange feeling that comes up for people. We all long to be seen and known, right? We long to be seen and known. And there's also nothing more terrifying. So it's, it's a blessing and a curse. I'm going to see you and I'm going to know you and I'm going to love you exactly as you are. And that's terrifying. So I try to just be as gentle as I can, because I do know that we're walking on eggshells. And you know, when you think professional organizer, and especially with your personality, you might think, wow, this is going to be like a really light, fun experience. But I can't imagine that it's always that way, correct? No, no. I mean, it's, I, I think I need to really embrace the lightness and fun in my personality to not have people running from the, for the hills. Because if I came in, I was like, let's talk about your unresolved grief from when you were seven. People be like, get out of my house, woman. (laughs) So, so what I try to do is just, I try to make sure that we have it feel like a lightness of being a joyful experience of two individuals trying to just enjoy this experience in the best way. Like how do we make it fun and enjoyable, entertaining even Um, while I'm also educating you on how do you organize? Because a lot of it is if I'm educating you on anything, it's how to get organized and how your brain specifically and your lifestyle and your home needs to be organized. So I'm teaching you practical things while we're figuring out, is there something going on that's holding this clutter in place that's stopping you from healing beyond it? Um, and so it is a mix, but it, you know, it has to be, you know, we have to develop trust and there has to be some foundation built because I want you to go there. But what I also do, Mark, is I share a lot of my own life. It's why, you know, people have asked me, oh, you're like a therapist. Why aren't you a therapist? Because the therapist isn't allowed to talk about themselves. And I know it's, it sounds strange, but if I don't have any skin in the game, why in the world would you? So I will talk about the challenging things about my moment. I will talk about my eating disorders. I will talk about my own chaos. I will talk about my fears and my insecurities, and I will let it all be on the dance floor um, in a way that allows you to know that you are not alone and it's safe to share because I want you to know that because I may not have physical clutter, but I've got my own version of clutter. I have my own voices in my head that stop me from moving forward in my life. And I have my own kind of chaos that, that makes me question how I'm moving to the next level with certain aspects of my life. And when we see that it's all the same thing, then we work together and we, and I think, so one of the things that I launched this past year is the chaos to come organizing membership hands down the best thing I've ever created. And the reason why is because it normalizes the chaos. It normalizes your big complicated feelings about the chaos and the clutter. And it gives you a community to be seen and heard. And so I'm seeing people have huge transformations in that program because they're not alone trying to do this by themselves, thinking that, oh, there's something wrong with me. They're sitting there looking at, you know, like a group of other people who are like also walking the same path, feeling the same things. And so because of that, you can elevate to this higher level because you don't feel like you're doing it alone. And there's, there's magic in that. There really is. So is this kind of like your way of taking the feedback of, oh, you know, you should be a therapist or a coach and you're just taking what you're doing physically and helping everybody spiritually and mentally, you're taking it to that level. And would you say that's accurate? It's well, uh, 
it's like, it's hard to separate it from myself. Like, I don't, I don't know that I do it consciously. What I know is when I go into your house, the things that are limiting you shine out like a beacon to me. And so I can't, I feel like I'm doing you a disservice if I don't shed some light on that and hold space for you while we do so. So that feels like it's like, I'm, I'm honoring you and I'm honoring my purpose to really be willing to stand there with you in that. If you desire, again, I don't push anyone past what they want and what they prefer. Um, so, but I do, but I do think it's like, it's almost like, yeah, I, w- I wish I was so clever that I could think of it subjectively outside of myself, but it's just, it's one of those things where I'm in it and I see, oh, this is really helpful. I'm going to build this. And this is really helpful. And I'm going to build this. Like I just integrated a new, a new thing into the membership called the organizing playground. And we just get together and organize. And it's the f- the most fun we get to, you know, we just scheduled the four hour block of time. We're going to all get in there. Someone had a deadline and they've been hedging on the deadline. So we're all jumping in there and we're organizing together. And it's, you know, some people do meal prep, some people do laundry, some people clean, some people organize, some people do email, it doesn't matter, but we all organize together. And that was born because I saw there was a need for this. And so we just built it. And, and I, that's what I do. I just see where there's a need and I build it. And then it was hilarious, Mark, because I, just had this instinct and I built it. And then one day I thought, oh, I'm going to go in there and not be the teacher. I'm going to just go in there and, re- and experience it how they experience it. I was so obsessed when I got done. I thought, I mean, I was like, I, I was like, oh, this is a good idea. And halfway through, I was like, this is so helpful. This really works. I mean, I know I invented this, but also it really works. <laughs> like it was, you know, and I ended up staying for four hours instead of two hours because it was so helpful. And now we do weekly, we do weekly meetings and it's amazing because people are getting things chopped off their list and they have that support. So it's, you know, it's, it's really fun to be creator and experiencer of these, of these fun things that just are being shown that they want to be born. So when you do a collaborative uh, organizing like that, does that kind of put the more spiritual aspect the back burner a little? No, oh no, no. it's it, it it bumps it up a notch. So there's no, I mean, so someone will come and they'll say there was a day where someone said, "Oh, I have this coffee cup and I'm really struggling with letting go of the coffee cup." And so I allow the group to kind of have a conversation about it for a minute, right? Like, oh, well, you could have it repaired. Oh, you could just donate it here. You could, oh, you could use it as pottery in this way, or you could, you know, it's like, so everybody had their moment and she took what she needed from it and went away. And then she came back 10 minutes later. She's like, I'm still struggling with this. And then I jumped in there and I was like, all right, tell me about this, 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 and this. And three minutes later, she's bawling. And she's like, I had no idea. You know, it's because I miss my family and my kids have moved out and I feel grief that they're not here. And like, I, if I let go of this coffee cup, I'm losing my family again. And sitting with that and being present to that. And all of us just saying like, I feel you, I stand with you. I'm here, um, you know, allows her to let the coffee cup go. Cause it has nothing to do with the coffee cup. It has to do with the fact that she misses her family that is never going to be in that way again. Like her, her family's all here, but they live under their own roofs now. And that's a big thing to grieve when you're an empty nester. So yeah, it's, it, I mean, if anything, Mark, it totally kicks it up a notch. Well, speaking of kicking it up a notch and, I do intend to uh, segue that, even though I'm going back a little bit. Uh, So you got your business ramped up. You were doing really well. And the world has just changed a lot since that time. Uh, What has changed for you and your business over that period of time? Oh, my gosh. So 
So I didn't Netflix and chill. Like I feel like half the world did. I wish I did. There was like, you know, but, uh, but honestly, as an entrepreneur, if anything, I knew my people needed me. I knew that in this moment, there was real support that was needed because, you know, before pre-COVID, you could just leave your house and ignore all that stuff. And you could believe the lie we tell ourselves, which is if I only had more time at home, then I would organize these projects, right? So COVID blew that right out of the water. We were like, I call BS on you. you know, it's like, oh no. So, you know, and some people did organize and other people realized that that was not the thing that was actually stopping them from getting organized. And so, and when we were suddenly, when we suddenly found ourselves in our homes, unable to leave, facing the stuff that we normally escaped from. It's no wonder that, you know, like people's unhappiness went through the roof. Mental health was declining. People were drinking more. It was like in the middle of all this other stuff, we were also having to come face to face with the thing that we were running from. And so, so for me, if anything, I felt this fierceness of needing to support people and to figure out, okay, what's going on? Um, because there must be something else happening, happening here that I can help with. And so for me, the minute that it happened, I was like launching courses and doing this. And thank, thank goodness that I had that instinct to, or was given that instinct to launch these classes so that when COVID hit, I was already helping people. I wasn't trying to scramble to, to launch something. So it was, I was very grateful for that, but it's been amazing because what has shifted for me, I think in the biggest way is before COVID, I thought I've, how do I, how do I, sneak the healing into organizing, right? That was the idea before. It was like, oh, I'm going to organize you, but I'm really like trying to do something else. Well, I don't have to do that anymore. Like I can't be in your house. So I, I can't waste the time that I used to have organizing with you for 10 hours before we get to that first breakdown. I need to jump in there. And so what it's done for me is it's allowed me to like, let it all hang out, like let my freak flag fly like people are not coming to me if they want to organize their kitchen. That's just not happening anymore. People are coming. If they're like, what is up with my clutter? What is up with my shame? What is up with, you know, it's like they are, they're at a different level of growth and expansion. And so that's where, that's where we're going. So that's been the biggest thing is I don't feel like I have to water it down anymore. I know that we are just doing, we are doing this work. So I let it all be as spiritual as I want it to be, because I think that's what I can offer that is not necessarily being said everywhere else right now. And you know, I was going to ask you one thing, but you started talking about COVID. And I have to ask mm -hmm. while I'm thinking about it, how exactly do you do? Like you've talked about the classes and all the stuff that you're doing in that regard. But if somebody does want you to do what you would have done pre-COVID, uh, do you do it? And if so, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. So, um, hold on one second. My Wi-Fi is a little weird. Um, yeah, I, I didn't want to ruin the flow. There were one or two times where there was a small interruption, but yeah, we, we, we were good. I mean, okay, good. Okay, good. So, so do you mind? So sorry, Mark, do you mind going back one more? One yeah, more yeah, time? absolutely. Yeah. We, that's what I'm all about. So, um, so I was going to ask you one thing that I hope I can go back to and remember, but you were talking about COVID and it got me to thinking I should definitely ask you, considering what you do, um, I know that you're doing the classes and all the more spiritual sides of this now, virtually, but when it comes to, again, my example, let's say I 
I need my pantry organized and I need like my bedroom closet or my attic. Um, do you do that still yeah. virtually? Oh do yeah. I, do I give you a tour with my phone? How does oh that yeah. Work? So, so there's a couple different ways. So I do, I do have a few sessions each month that I work privately with people. So that's nice that that's still available. So some people want to actually just have the deep, the deep delve, but if other people want to organize their garage or they want to organize their kitchen. And so in that case, they will send me pictures. They will do a walkthrough with me, you know, on their video so I can see it. Um, and there's a few different ways. So either I can consult you, you know, we'll do like a one hour consult and I'll give you a list. We'll discuss, you know, what's going on with you and then give you a list of things to do. And other people, we just organize right then and there. We just jump on and I just say, okay, we're going to do a four hour session. Let's go. And they just jump on and do it. And that's been really exciting to watch how powerful that is. And then with the membership, so the membership is great because it's not just the spiritual aspect. So basically one of the things that I did when I was working in people's homes was that it wasn't enough to just do one or two trouble spots, you know, because the truth is in the clutter just gets pushed to other places, right? It's like, okay, it's out of the bedroom, but now it's in the kitchen and now it's in the garage and then it's in the bathroom and that, you know, it's like it moved. So what I, when I would work with people in their homes, I would do whole home, whole life organizing, which means that I would touch every room in your house. We would just follow that clutter around until it was gone. And then we'd circle it again and make sure that it stayed gone. And so that's what we do in the membership. So every single month we organize a different room in the house. And so I, I basically teach on, okay, what are the specific challenges with that room and how do we make this room the most powerful for you? And what are the biggest holdups in this room? Like, how do we stop these pitfalls from really getting you? And so having that, you know, like having that stuff set up really powerfully to guide you through so that you don't have to be the one originating, how is this going to go is super, super helpful. So we basically just, you know, in the membership, we cover every room over the course of a year. So, you know, in a year you've touched your whole house and most people don't leave after a year, they just go back through again and update it. You know, they, they do their maintenance, they update their systems and they do the things that they didn't quite finish last time. So it's, it's really fun to watch the practical element of organizing, because the truth is there is, there is real power in the blending of the spiritual with the physical. So it's not just about the, the spiritual. If that was the case, I would just be doing inspirational talks. And the truth is that there's real power and healing that comes from doing both really like watching those transformations take place and learning to trust yourself by in the process of organizing, learning to trust your intuition and how to really take care of yourself and express your authentic self through the process of getting organized because it really is a practice. So what you're doing, it's not just necessarily, I mean, I guess it can be a one-off project, but your hope is that it can go beyond that, correct? Yeah. It is. I prefer that because I've never seen that it's just one spot. And maybe it is. I mean, the truth is that every now and then I'll get somebody who's done a great job with every area and there's one trouble spot that won't go away. And again, that's a very interesting tell. So it depends on the space that you're in. Um, and, you know, like I told the story in the TEDx talk about my client James and how his whole house looked like an architectural digest magazine. I walked in and it was so beautiful and well organized and maintained. And I was, I'm thinking like, is this guy about to like murder me? Like, where's the <laughs> <laughs> like he's either going to come on to me or try to murder me. I don't know what's oh happening. Boy. I know. Right. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. And then we got into the bedroom and there is a giant wall of boxes. And so there, you know, that was a very specific cry for help by it being in the bedroom that it was the boxes of this very specific 
object. Um, it, there was a lot that was going on there and that told me a lot. So like he didn't need the whole home done, but he needed that hand holding to cross the finish line with that particular room. And, and we did, and the, the, the beauty of it, and if you've watched the TEDx talk, you, you know this, but um, the beauty of it is that that was a block in love. And that was and earmuffs. If you want to save yourself for the talk, I'll just get this over in 20 seconds, but you know, like those boxes were a block. They demonstrated a block that he had around being in a partnership. And literally like six months later, he was engaged and they've been happily married ever since. And so it really is the clutter is this external demonstration of our internal storms. It is, it is truly a communication that we're having with ourselves. The clutter is not separate from us. The clutter is, is it, is an expression of us. And I love that story because I almost feel like I saw stuff like that unfold on so many things that I worked on at the network that I cannot, I guess, say on my podcast, but uh, I just don't want uh, people questioning me on that. But uh, if you want to know where I worked beforehand, you can look me up on LinkedIn, but uh it, it almost made me like just think of that and just the power of those moments where the people that are at the center of those situations, it's like, oh my goodness. I think I lost Star for a minute here. So I think uh, while I'm here waiting for her to reconnect, I am going to just fill the time and Hopefully she will come back here as I had a good thought on all that. And uh, so let me go to Scar's website and hopefully, oh, it looks like she's coming back. But I can't hear you right now. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm so sorry about that, Mark. The, we, we made the cardinal sin of Wi-Fi, which was we upgraded our service, which means oh, we're getting no. more service and paying more. If you haven't upgraded your Wi-Fi, don't do it. It's going <laughs> to charge you more and give you less. It's just, yeah, this has been like the bane of my existence. We have someone coming out tomorrow morning at the crack of dawn, but this, ladies and gentlemen, is wi-fi at its worst so yes well wait until you get to hear this episode i'm like oh star disappeared i have to fill the time i was gonna go <laughs> there was, to your website. was there tap dancing mark did you have a cane and tap dance oh boy no nobody wants to see the me soft shoe? no okay no it's uh not a good site i was actually gonna start filling it by talking about your website but then you came back i'm so. back so sorry oh. about that i know no worries hey it adds character to the show. and It does. I, that, that wonder, like, will she or won't she? Will she be there or won't she? Like, <laughs> well, it's happened once or twice before in the history of this show. So I was like, okay. I, I knew <laughs> the one or two parts that you were cutting out. I was like, okay, I may have to fill some time. So... It's the, it's the beauty of everyone working from home right now. Everyone is yeah. home using every possible amount of Wi-Fi. So it's, yeah, we're, we're all sharing it here. And this is peak time on the East Coast. So that yeah. unfortunately is uh, like about the best time that I have. So I apologize to uh, you and everyone out there for my schedule. <laughs> We're going to do the best we can, Mark. That's all we're doing. We're going to, we're going to give it our college try. Whatever's meant to be will be. Well, I had a good thought about uh, just 
that whole situation, but I feel like I kind of lost it. So I'm going to go to a question that I've been wanting to ask, which is how do you feel? So you've had such an effect on so many people's lives doing this. How has it affected you? Oh, so, so you broke up a little bit. Um, Did you say, so I've been changing people's lives. How has it affected me? Exactly. Okay, good. Um, So, yeah. So first of all, I fall in love with every single client, meaning that like, there's no world where I don't see the real you. Like I, when I work with people, I, I have the honor of seeing the real them and there's beauty in, and true grace in having that experience of being able to see another being in all of who they are, their strength and their vulnerability, and to really hold them exactly where they are. There's power in that. The other thing that it allows me to do is I get to work out my own, I get to work out my own baggage mark. That's what that is. So basically, and what I mean by that is if I am offering you freedom, I must live a life of freedom. If I am offering you a world of, you know, clarity, I must experience clarity. And so what it does for me is it forces me to live my best life. It like if I, and, and I can do that, you know, where it's like, oh, I really want to take care of myself. But the truth is meditation is part of my workday. Yoga is part of my workday because when I do these practices, I am a better person. Um, not eating sugar or processed food is part of my, my business because I can't come on here all doped up on, you know, like corn syrup and like stumbling into things. I also won't get as good of a hit on what you need me to, to understand for you. And so the selfish part is that I, it allows me to really walk, walk the talk because I need to, I, I, I'm not into empty promises and fake delivery. I really want to go there with you all. So I get this beautiful journey of being able to be my, my most fragile self, um, as well. And that's powerful. And like, it's, it's actually really funny. So I, I assume, cause I want the best for everyone. So I assume everyone wants the best for me. I just, it's this assumption that I have, whether or not it's true, it's my assumption that I have, but there was one person, my ex-boyfriend had this woman who was really after him. And she would send me these trollish messages. Like I, it didn't, took me a while to put it together, but it took a while to get it. And I, and it was like, it never dawned on me that someone would like really hate me. And I was like, that's so interesting, <laughs> but I want good things for you. I don't understand. So it's, you know, it's like my own, you know, like I'm willing to share so much personal life while, as I teach, because I want you to heal. And it allows me to also like heal with you because we're, we're processing this stuff together and we're really walking this path together. Like I'm not a deity on some, you know, on some throne. And so it's, it's precious to walk that path together. Um, and I, and I bring up the hilarity of that. Cause it like, it literally never dawned on me that there might be someone trolling me. I was like, Oh, but we only talk to people who we want to, you know, mutual goodness. I don't understand. Um, but it, it really is powerful to, to, to have this experience and to be able to witness people's healing and also to develop man that of myself at the same time well who would troll you you're like so pleasant like who would do that a woman who wanted my man and she got him it's okay she got him I didn't want him she did she wanted him more than me so she can have (laughs) but I mean I understand but it's just you know perspective I guess but uh... 
I know. I just send her love. That's all I can do. I just send her love. Cause that's, I mean, no one does that stuff. That's happy. I'll tell you that much. So I just, as, as a practice, I try, if someone is behaving in a way that doesn't make sense to me, or that seems painful, I just remember that people who are in pain cause pain, you know, hurt people hurt. And so I, I don't want to hurt them more. That doesn't solve the cycle of pain. So I just want to love when I love the stuff out of them, you know, it's like, how do I just send them love so that they can hopefully shift their cycle. And that might be some of the best advice I've ever heard while doing this podcast. I mean, we face so many people in our lives who, you know, hopefully not so many, I guess I'm speaking from my own perspective, but we, we face people from time to time, whatever your perspective is, that, you know, will hurt you and will make you feel a certain way. And, you know, you can hold a grudge, you can be vindictive, or as you said, you can just send love back and uh, let it go and recognize that it's not you. Yeah. I have to say, it reminds me of one of my favorite sayings from Albert Einstein. I'm going to butcher it, but here it goes. Um, you cannot solve a problem. Oh, no. And I, I wonder if I lost you again, Scar, just when you were about to say something so profound. I think I may have lost you again. Oh, my goodness. Yep. I, I sure lost her again. I think we're going to break a record on uh, disconnects with uh, the internet here. So while Scar is trying to get back on here, uh, her website is scarhanson.com, and that is spelled S-T-A-R-H-A-N-S-E-N.com. So that's starhanson.com. And let's take a look at her website here while we're still waiting. So there's a membership information that which she kind of alluded to earlier. Uh, her services are listed out here. Uh, her TEDx that I talked about earlier, her amazing TEDx is on here. Oh, it's on the front page of her website. So you got to scroll down a little bit. But that is there. You can also, uh, so she has a free checklist that looked really amazing. So download her free checklist to learn 10 things you can organize in 20 minutes or less. And all you have to do is put your name and email and you are in with that. And that actually looks uh, really cool. Um, let's see, what else can I tell you? So she also talked about her courses. What are you making space for? And uh, lots, lots of uh, information on here about what she has to offer for the courses, chaos to calm, organizing membership, 10 steps to finally get and stay organized, uh, clutter free in three, your free month organizing jumpstart. I mean, a lot of really amazing stuff, a lot of really amazing uh, 
stuff that uh, Star is offering here. And boy, oh boy, she must be having a whale of a time with her connection here. Still not back. So let's see what else we can learn about Star. Um, so she has a blog, which we did not talk about her blog, but that is also here. And you, there's a, wow, quite a archive of posts, at least going back to 2017, again, just connecting into uh, what Star is all about. And, uh, you know, really amazing stuff here from Star and just an amazing perspective on organizing and how that relates to our lives and what it says about our lives. And I really think it's amazing what she is doing. And obviously if you're not completely sold, which I really hope you are, because I know I am, uh, a lot of testimonials here on their website as well. Uh, again, there's a, you can book Star for speaking gigs. Obviously, we're in the middle of COVID. So uh, I don't know exactly how she's approaching that, but that is something. And uh, so I just got a message from Star while I'm uh, prolonging this uh, wall in the action. And Star says, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to reboot. And yes, this has been quite an insane day. And uh, let's see, I am going to message her back and just tell her I am keeping it going by talking about your website. So just keeping it going and... Okay, she says she's trying to jump into the room now. So we will see if we can get Star back. And hopefully I was a good marketer for Star as we are awaiting her uh, reappearance here. Um, let's see what else can I tell you? Because I feel like we're getting a little close to the end of our time here. Uh... So lots of contact information. Again, pretty much everything that you would want to know about Star and what she does and what she has to offer is right here on her website. And all the ways that uh, you can inquire as far as just general inquiries, media appearances, uh, literary inquiries. I'm not completely sure what that means, but um, she has a couple different lines that you can uh, dial up on for general in inquiries. Oh, I am not paying attention to the room. She's trying to get back in. And let's see if we get Star back on the line. Hey, are you back? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, wow. no worries. 
Hey, I would love to out the I would love to out the internet person, but I won't do that. I'm just gonna follow my own advice from earlier and send them love that they're able to upgrade at a like we've already switched companies. That'll happen tomorrow, but finding my peace, Mark, finding oh, it. The anxiety. Oh, no worries. Cause either I'm gonna do what I do and include all the stuff that I was saying, or I'll figure out a way to edit that out, I guess. But uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, I basically, if this actually makes it to the final copy, um, just going through your site and, uh, as I was filling the time, just going through and talking about, to the best of my ability, uh, the membership, the services and, uh, how to contact and how to even get to your site, because after all, you could be spelled like Star Hansen, like you know, like Umbop Hansen, or it can be the way it's actually spelled, which is H A N S E N. And you have frozen up again. I may have lost you again. So that is interesting. I see you, I see that you're connected, but I don't necessarily uh, hear you. So there you go. Well, I see you now. I can't hear you. Oh, it's I'm here. You're here. Oh, oh you seem so sad. I am very sad. This is, I mean, this is like the, you know, the best worst problem. Like this is, you know, if this is the worst problem of today, we've got it really good, don't we? Yeah, but this is good for me because it's like, okay, this is a challenge. Like, how do I keep this going? Yeah. What do I do with this? Well, so. let me tell you guys one thing. So I'm going to tell you and your viewers one thing before my internet, before the internet gods take me away again. Um, and that's, so I have a special gift for your listeners. So if anyone feels like they want to jump in, they feel like they want to get organized and they have no idea how to get started. I created a free gift for you. It's my 10 things you can organize in 20 minutes or less checklist. And essentially if they go to starhansoncom forward slash checklist, they will get a checklist of 10 things that they can organize in 20 minutes or less. If you do five of those in the next seven days, you get a free session with me. Ta-da. Wow. Yeah. So, so starhansoncom forward slash checklist. Ah, that that's the deal. That's and but it's great because it gets you on the map. You you start off feeling like you've had a big win. And again, it's just, you know, it's an hour of like, you know, it's not too long of your time. It's it's pretty lovely. Well, with all that being said, is there anything that you do want to say that perhaps I might have left unsaid advertising you while uh, the big commercial while you were gone? <laughs> Well, I think that one of the best things that I can say is to just love your chaos. I mean, when I come in, I don't judge you. This is the, the point of it is not to root out what's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. My, what I do is I help see all the things that are right and help you find them. Also, I'm like a lighthouse who's helping you come home to yourself. So if you, if you are interested in your clutter guiding you home, this is a beautiful journey of healing and transformation. And I would be honored to, to, you know, kind of explore that with you. And it's just the passion of my life to help people come home to themselves and really feel safe for that, not to feel like a terrifying prospect, but instead be, be something that brings you great joy. So it is possible to live a life where you feel empowered and like you can trust yourself and the clutter is not an issue anymore that you are out living your life, traveling and playing and exploring and enjoying the people.
Uh-oh, I think the internet guys uh, might have come back to us here. Let's see uh, how this uh, pans out. Uh, oh, boy. Everything she was saying was so wonderful. Oh, my goodness. This is just... Being with us so bad. There, you're back. There, there I'm you are. back. I'm back. It's me. You're not going anywhere. It's me. I'm so sorry. No worries. Um, so, well, boy. That kind of uh, took us to an awkward place. Um, <laughs> uh, is there anything uh, else that you oh. wanted to promote or say about uh, what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, the only other thing that I will say beyond, so were you able to hear whatever what I just said? Uh, I heard most of it. It froze up for a second there. Okay. So, so I think the things that I'd like to promote the most are the membership, the chaos to calm organizing membership. And you can find that at turn And that's so powerful. And then I'm actually in April of 2021, um, depending on when you're listening to this, I am launching my meaning of stuff course, which is the groundbreaking most exciting course I've ever launched. It is literally me teaching you how to diagnose your own clutter, what your different rooms mean, what your physical objects mean, how you can transcend beyond all of these limitations in your chaos. That is what that class is. It's a three month class. It's going to be amazing. And you can find it at meaningofstuff.com. So meaningofstuff.com. And it's going to be, it is going to be an epic adventure. I will tell you that much. So so one more question. I know I'm risking everything with the internet here. <laughs> Do it, Mark. Uh, Live dangerously. I That's how I roll. So what's next for you as far as like your entre entrepreneurial career? Is My there books, Mark. I am feeling so drawn. I am writing a book. I'm writing a few books, actually. And they are just calling to me with every breath I take. I am so excited to write about the meaning of stuff and what's really going on in the stories that our stuff contain. Like I want to share stories I've seen of people's objects and what they mean of my own objects and what they mean, and then how to transform using our objects. It's such a, a beautiful, exciting. I mean, I can't, I'm honestly so boiling over with excitement for this. I'm actually, yeah. So that, that is next for me and I cannot wait. Well, I have no doubt that that will be another success for you. And thank you for sharing your journey. Thank you for uh, the wild ride that was your internet connection. <laughs> Hopefully I did you some justice with uh, advertising uh, your site and getting people more excited. And thank you for just opening my eyes a little bit to not that I came into this with uh, a superficial attitude because it's not really how I think but you definitely opened up my eyes to what a spiritual journey it is to organize and declutter your life and I wish we had more time it's probably good today that we don't because the internet's just not cooperating oh. but Star, I, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, talk today. And I know you have a tight schedule. I know you got things you got to do. So uh, if you have nothing else to uh, share for today, I guess that is it for us. 
Thank you, Mark. I just want to say thank you so much. It's been an absolute delight talking to you. And I, I wish you and your podcast and all your listeners all the very best. May you all find exactly the path meant for you. So thank you so much. Well, I definitely wish the same of you. I wish you uh, much better success with your internet. And <laughs> From your mouth to God's ears. Yes, no, please. Exactly. So I'm Mark Schmidt. This is Dar Hansen again owner of uh, Reveal by Star. Did I get that backwards? Or did you freeze up? Oh, goodness, she froze up again. So let me get this right. I could get it right. Owner of Reveal by Star. She's been doing it for 17 years. She's wonderful. I thank you, Star, for uh, being on the podcast today. And I'm going to hang in there for just a second to see if she comes back for one last goodbye. I don't really think that she's going to be back. So that is Star Hansen. And uh, that is it for me for today. So thanks for tuning in to this uh, episode of Mark My Words, which has been quite the journey. I am Mark Schmidt. That was Dar Hansen, and thanks again for tuning in. I'll be back soon with a new episode, so bye for now. <laughs>